With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. The Rhinelander City Council is moving forward with Pioneer Park as the location for the new skate park and splash pad. The decision made Monday night was the result of community surveys, discussions, and a feasibility study. Public Works Director Randy Myram told the council Pioneer Park was his first choice after meeting with the Over It group. It's big enough, has basic infrastructure like bathrooms and lighting, and it's centrally located. Another thing is this area tells the kids, especially in Over It, and tells the community that we are inclusive. We want you as part of our community. You're going to be involved with the pickleball group, the older generation. You're going to be involved with the young kids and the park, and you are part of us. Over it plans to keep being involved in the process. They want to make sure the city's money is being well spent on a park that will last generations. Over it's Secretary Hunter Hopka says that means making sure the next generation is up for the task. We also have worked hard, as I mentioned earlier, to uh, generate a bond with um, the younger generation as well because we're all growing up. We can't be here forever, and we want someone to be able to take care of this space um, just as good as we will. The city council approved the next steps, which involved the city putting out a request for qualifications to see which engineering firm will be best suited for the project. Myram hopes to get responses by the end of February. A like to Flambeau man is facing 15 counts related to domestic abuse and battery in three counties. The Wisconsin Department of Justice Division of Criminal Investigation announced the charges against Frank Schumann Thursday. The DOJ says the incidents happened over nine months against three different people. Schumann faces charges in Oneida, Vilas, and Outagamy counties. According to the criminal complaints, Schumann allegedly broke one person's jaw and sexually assaulted them, repeatedly assaulted and choked another person, and physically assaulted a third person, leaving bruises on their face, torso, and legs. Anyone with information related to the investigation is asked to call the DCI. We have that number at WXPR.org. Schumann has been found guilty of domestic abuse before. In 2018, in Vilas County, a jury found him guilty of three counts of misdemeanor battery. He was sentenced to eight months in the county jail. Prosecutors have decided not to charge a former Wisconsin state senator who was involved in a car crash that left a Pennsylvania woman and her five-year-old daughter dead. Ashland County District Attorney David Meany told the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Thursday that there is not enough evidence to charge former Senate Minority Leader Janet Buley with anything. Yet that police and Wisconsin State Patrol investigators have not referred charges to his office either. 27-year-old Alyssa Ortman and Khaleesi Fink, her daughter, were killed in the crash July 22nd in Ashland County. Police say Buley pulled out onto the highway in front of Ortman's car. Ortman collided with Buley, then spun across the median into the path of another vehicle. Wisconsin State Patrol investigation records show Ortman was traveling at 100 miles an hour, nearly 60 miles an hour over the speed limit at the time of the crash. With increased use of digital devices and computers in daily life, people are exposed to more and more blue light. Health experts, including a Wisconsin doctor, say staying connected is one thing, but prolonged exposure poses health risks. Mike Moen reports. In addition to the sun, digital screens are a source of blue light. Optometrist Bryce Christofferson in western Wisconsin says one risk from overexposure is interfering with the body's circadian rhythm, the internal clock that regulates a person's sleep cycle. If you're working on a tablet, your computer, or smartphone, or whatever before you go to sleep, it can make it harder to fall asleep. That can produce problems such as lower productivity and headaches. 
He suggests wearing blue light-blocking glasses when looking at a screen for long periods. Other tips include taking breaks around every 20 minutes from digital screens by looking at something else at least 20 feet away for 20 seconds. And, of course, limit screen time before bed. Dr. Scott Edmonds, Chief Eye Care Officer for United Healthcare Vision, says specialists became concerned during the pandemic about blue light exposure as more people were relying heavily on digital screens at home. He worries that soon, as some of the same concerns will surface about blue light that happened with ultraviolet light. The photoreceptors can certainly process blue light, but it puts a lot of strain on them, and we're concerned that over time the retina will become damaged and we'll start to see age-related macular degeneration from this, like we did with UV light. In addition to taking screen breaks, eye care professionals recommend making sure your computer screens are clear and clean as researchers continue to study potential dangers. Mike Moen, Wisconsin News Connection. The Super Bowl is on this weekend, and people ready to try those sports betting apps will no doubt want to get in on the action. Online sports betting is legal in about a dozen states, including Michigan and several others in the Midwest. Casino apps with sports betting make it easy to use a smartphone, tablet, or PC to place wagers, but experts are warning users to proceed with caution. Dr. Michelle Malkin of East Carolina University has studied problem gambling. She says commercials for sports betting apps can be very persuasive. It looks like fun. There's all these bonuses and things like that. But we aren't necessarily educating individuals on what are the signs of having a problem. In its first two years, online betting apps have become a big business in Michigan. In 2022, Internet sports betting operators made almost $220 million in Michigan, according to the State Gambling Control Board. Malkin warns all it takes is one losing streak after an initial win to fall into a financial trap. She says some of the options on the apps can make it especially hard for younger adults of legal gambling age to know when to stop. Ads often include information about problem gambling, but Malkin thinks there should be stronger warnings. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.